Yo, one, two, one, two. This is your man, Mr. Galaxy, a.k.a. L. Chocolate, baby. One of Chicago's finest. Giving up to you with all the love from Chicago. Decisive radio podcast, baby. Let's get it. Let's get it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Glad you're with me today. I'm excited. It's Thursday. Um, we have a free day here in Germany. And it's June 3rd, 2021. Restrictions are being lifted. Restaurants are open. People are out enjoying themselves, breathing on one another again, hugging, laughing. Greetings going out to all the artists that uh, are feeling like it's almost that time to get back in the air and travel and entertain people. I'm happy today to have with me a guest from Chicago. This is his third time on the program. He's nowhere near new to the world. His name is K. Alexi Shelby. I'm happy to have him again for the third time. It's always great to talk to a person that has a background and a um, strong work ethic in the industry of music. I have a lot of respect for this gentleman. He's released on countless labels. He's done a lot of different type of projects. He's done a lot of mentoring. He's done quite a few things um, to help out. And he's, you know, no doubt a legend in his own right. I love his tenacity, his willingness to speak out uh, against things that uh, we may be uncomfortable or hearing, but has to be said. And uh, yeah, um, and it's great to hear real talk from, you know, instead of a bunch of uh, fluff. <laughs> yeah, you'll find out more about that in our discussion later on in the program. But in the meantime and in between time, be sure to check out all our socials, all right? I need for you to go over to the Facebook group Join the group and chat with us. I need you to go to Instagram and, you know, share some good times with us, some good photos, and let us know what's going on. I mean, we're free, almost. <laughs> I am totally excited to update you on the new Decisive Podcast Collective stream, which is starting again on July 10th and 11th, 8 to 12 hours, non-stop, worldwide, global stream oh yeah location and lineup to be announced very soon and yeah if you care to make sure you donate all right it really helps and goes a long way your support is so important um as you know um artists are having a tough time and i'm one of those guys working my ass off trying to please you so yeah it'll be nice to hear from you and i want to remind you that the decisive podcast DJ Mix from K Alexi will be posted on SoundCloud on Saturday so that you can hear his set in its entirety without any interview. With that said, let's get on with it. Let's listen in to my interview with K Alexi Shelby, Chicago's finest. Yo, one, two, one, two. This is your man, Mr. K Alexi, aka El Chocolate, one of Chicago's finest, baby. Let's get into this music. Let's go, let's go, 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 go. All right. Uh, good morning. How you doing? Welcome back to the podcast. And thank you so much for, <laughs> you know, doing this with me again. And it's always, to be honest with you, from my heart, it's always a joy to catch up with you because, you know, whenever I am looking kind of for inspiration for house or for just um, someone that's like steady 
Um, and you, sh for me, you seemed to shine from from a, a point of view as uh, as far as someone that's just like staying true to the culture, staying true to Chicago house. Some people say Alexi's old school. I say no, he's a moving school. I see your progress, and I've always asked this question for the last, I guess, the last. 10 years or so about Chicagoans and Detroitans uh, that have <laughs> been in the music, been in this scene for a long time. Thank you again for being here. And how do you keep yourself motivated to keep producing and trying to just stay on top of things, stay forward, you know, forward thinking? I think that, uh, well, is no, I think the culture definitely does that okay. for me. It's funny that you asked that question. Like I was just, uh, I went for a meeting and then at a club the other night, the Renaissance here, and uh, I uh, went for the meeting, like I said, and uh, Gene Hunt was spinning and the, and he was really killing it, which I expect that. Even even Reggie Reggie played before him and he was killing it too. I didn't even know Reggie DJ, but it's, it was cool to see that. But the music, like for me, it was such an odd thing because the better the music gets, and it was getting that, the vibe was good. It was good to be out amongst people and everything. And uh, I just had to leave because all I could think about was, oh man, I got to, I'm thinking of this idea, I'm thinking of that idea. And so I just had to leave. So I stayed for as long as I could before I just couldn't take it anymore. And I was like, I got to go home and start. I feel like I'm slipping behind uh, uh, when I'm out doing that. I'm like, nah, you should be at home working. So yeah, I stayed for as long as I could and then I hightailed it up out of there. And then uh, I think about three or four in the morning, he called me or oh, I texted him to tell him good job. You know, he did a good job. He was motivating and he was actually up. And so he called me and we stayed on the phone till like damn near five in the morning just talking about and everything. He said, man, I can't believe you up. I said, I've been working since I've been home. I said, thank you. know, Thank you for the inspiration and all that. And, uh, yeah. I'm, with, okay, for me, sometimes when you, I don't know if Gene, uh, you said Gene Hunt, right? Yeah, yeah. Is, is, would he be considered an inspiration to you um, as far as a musician, artist? I think because, like, you, you can tell a story to somebody, but Gene was one of those people who was, who was there. Okay. So somebody who was there, you know, that's the, I always say, that's the well that we draw from. That's the water we drink from. It's the pool of knowledge, of, of being there. Like, you can tell somebody's story, which I do. You can paint a picture, which I try to. But being there, to actually conjure that up of uh, a Ronnie plan, a Frankie plan, of Mike the Boo plan, of Mike Dunn even playing now, Tyree, any of those guys, uh, Roy Davis, anybody still playing right now that's getting it, you're like, man, you, you, it's just, it's just a immediate connection. Like you just feel it right away, and it's not even so much that they're playing something from back then. Mm -hmm. It's just that that whole style. And it's in it. There, there is the uh, the feeling of of caring about what you're doing, as opposed to just being so robotic about it, going okay. through the motions. Okay. I see like that, you you can you can feel that that somebody okay. gets it, that they care about what they're doing. Okay. I tell people all the time that I learned preparation from Mike Dunn above all else. Like he like he prepares 
even doing parties back to back, he prepares. So I'm like, I learned that early on from people. And I, I didn't like for him, it was easy for me because we lived, we had lived together. And so I seen it. Other people, I could just hear their preparation because I figured they must have, man, really, you could tell somebody that gave a damn versus some half ass performance. And that I respect. Do you think that leaving early that you miss more inspiration from somebody like Gene? <laughs> I, I, I got all I could get. I got oh, all oh, yeah. I felt I could get. And I was like, I got to go. And this is like, 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 had I not drove, I drove myself. So I was like, I'm cool. I oh, was up to here with it. And I was like, yes, I thank you so much. I got to go. Emilio, I came right in the house. Barely took my jacket off and was on it. And so much so that I was still up at five o'clock in the morning, still doing it. Because uh, 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 he asked me to play for his birthday party, which is coming up, I, I think, uh, uh, June June 6th or 16th, I believe. And uh, and it's me, him, Sada, and I think Lee Collins is who he wanted to do it. And so I know what that lineup and, and how that place is. Like, there is no maybe people in there. The people that come to that place, uh, the spot, people that come there, know their shit and, and they know you know what they, they know they you know, that you gotta bring it and okay. so I love playing for people that know versus people that's ah, that's you know there for other reasons so it's it, and it's, it's for his birthday so I got to show out I, I got to okay. I got you, to you, go hard in the paint do you get still get excited when you have this opportunity to play with your you know your peers yeah, I mean, like I, I, I still get excited even when I'm alone and it's like when I'm about to go on. Like I still get excited, still get a bit of butterflies. I I equate it to like I don't know if you've seen the movie Gladiator. Yeah. Uh, when he's when he's about to walk out there in the Coliseum, but he's in the tunnel first and he's getting his, he's all pumped. Like immediately, I always reflect back to that moment. I'm like, oh man, that's how I feel. I'm like I'm I, I'm not nervous like. I know what you mean. God, I, I hope I do it. I'm nervous, like I'm about to destroy. I'm about to destroy y'all out there. Cause I know what I, I mean. I'm, I'm I'm confident in my capabilities, so I'm like I'm 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 good with that. Do you think that feeling that way is a good thing? Oh, it's a great thing okay. to to have done it thirty plus years, right? And still gets me excited. It still gets me excited. I mean, whether whether I'm playing a techno set, a uh, all house set, a disco set, whatever, I'm still excited about the performance. That still excites me, you know, to go in. and because I, I I carry the culture with me, I carry the city with me, and I represent those things are important to me. So so yeah, I still get excited about all that. Yeah. You, you think? Do you do you think that's important for an artist at your stature to take the city? To, are you you motivated by representing the city of Chicago? Is that it? Hell that yeah! It? Okay. Hell yeah! I represent the culture first. I represent the culture first as a, as a black man and 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 doing this, and then the city after that. I carry the city with me after that. So. That's how that goes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's 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 above you, then. Right? Yeah, it is. It is, and I, and I, and I acknowledge that, and mm -hmm. got got make no problem about saying it. That you know, uh, Frankie Frankie even said that that once you're you you find yourself bigger than the culture, bigger than the music, then this ain't for you no more. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Are you a full-time artist, producer, or do you have another occupation? Uh, I tried to have other things. All I could think about was still the music while I'm doing that. I used to do the, uh, quality control for Amazon. Do some quality control and the book department and all that shit. And I just like, anytime I'm spent doing that, I like, this is sucking my, it's sucking me dry. Mm, it's mm, literally sucking mm, me dry. I mm. just, like the music, I always think about songs that wouldn't have, that wouldn't have got created. Songs that wouldn't have came to life, at least at that point anyway. But uh, it's, it is the music first and foremost for me. I mean, it's good to step away. The more you mm -hmm. step away, the more you can bring back to it. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it's just yeah. I'm, I'm I, I I think I record more than anybody I know. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that last interview yeah. too. Um, I've been watching some videos of you driving a lot. Can you can you, can you elaborate? Are you listening to music or what? What do you what are you doing? I am a bit, um, and and it's odd to say I should be concentrating on driving, but driving is just like me walking. If I'm walking, having a conversation, I'm not concentrating on walking because I got that down packed. So I'm con I'm 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 in this, I'm secluded in the car and I'm listening to the music, and uh, I'm focusing on. Like, mistakes I've made or, okay. or things changes that need to be Good. added to the song I'm like oh you should have put a roll there oh this is a bit too loud or oh, this right here or or I'm like when it, when it's just for lack of a better term perfect I'm just like oh my goodness oh you really nailed this so it's just really my concentration is on that the, the sound and everything and it's just different in the car it's different in the car than it is you know in the studio like I listen of course I'm listening to it while I'm doing it I'm mixing while I'm doing it, but in the car it's just different. Uh, mm -hmm. It's just me and the music, and yeah. So it's a lot of me in the car because the flash drive going. I think I might have listened to the radio. I don't know, maybe twice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just, mm -hmm. I just don't do that. I'm, mm -hmm. You know, I'm. St it's, it's still working. That's what it is. It's still, you know, I'm still working. Do you do you have your favorite places to drive to to give you the certain kind of. Uh, Texture or atmosphere? Here's the thing, like the <laughs> I suck <laughs> with uh with navigation, so I I, I I would say a long drive, but I would say a, a long drive to some place that I've been before, <laughs> because okay. right, right. When I have to turn the music off because she's saying turn left, and I didn't hear her say turn left or the navigation, so uh yeah, uh, you know, and I do get that. I'm like, okay, you need to pause the music and. Pay attention to because, like yesterday, I had a meeting and I just I didn't listen to the navigation. Navigation was right, like it usually, like it, like it usually is. But me against my better judgment, like no, nah, that can't be the right way. That can't be the right way. And sure enough, end up damn half an hour late to the meeting. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, what is your? This is going to be an off question kind of thing. What is your go-to social media platform? Anything that Facebook hasn't touched, because fuckbook touched things and they just they just damage it. Like they don't care right. about social media; they care about information gathering. Okay. And and they they use your information for various pur purposes, and uh, so it's just like all the things that I used to like. It, once they touched it, it. It just goes to shit. Okay. I used to really love WhatsApp. They touch that, turn to shit. I used to really like IG. 
they touch that turn to shit and then like the freedom that you used to have on 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 fuckbug uh that's gone like, i mean a private group should be a private group but how are you going to come into a private group that i made and tell me how to run this private group well, because it's their platform so okay cool then let's not throw that word private on there then this group is not private i've done what you said to safeguard some kids i don't even think kids are on i don't get some 12 year old talking about some hey nice track so i don't know what their what their game is with that or whatever it is but i just i just grow weary of fuckbook and and I, everything that it stands for i think that the whole thing about you can't play music because they don't want to license it when they can clearly afford to have you play whatever like they used to, right. but they're just being a cheap ass. And so, uh, yeah, I grow weary of that. Mm -hmm. And frankly, I just rather be on a black platform anyway. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, um, because the reason why I asked that is because I, I, after getting ready for this interview, I searched around and I was looking at videos you posted tiktok i saw so many different uh, uh so many different posts that i never known you you were so active on the social media and i was like wow okay then i then that then that question came to my mind uh i see many of your posts which contain images of images and quotes uh about black culture are you active when you are you active when in protesting or anything like this are you active um, i'm gonna black life matters social justice warrior that's like that's if, if, if 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 with all of this going on with it being open season on black people not even just black men on black people period and i can't just sit up there and keep you know doing selfies or talking about music i gotta talk about what's going on around me too and what affects me being a black man and having a black son i who I worry about I'm not trying to be on TV all crying talking about some oh this no that shit like it ain't gonna go that way so I, I and I feel the pain of any parent that has to go through that like you just I don't want to know that pain I, I can't even imagine it and sure enough you see it even with the quote the, 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 the so called black on black crime I mean I saw a video of some a white guy that put a black mask on I mean, he didn't just have a black skin mask. He had the, the sleeves and everything. Now, for what purpose did he have that? Mm. So, I mean, and, and then the whole thing with our uh, quote unquote democratic system is just like, they, they at least back in the day, they used to try to pretend. Nowadays, they, there is no even pretending. We just flat out don't want you to have what we have. But don't we don't want you to have your own shit either. But, but we just we just you know be at right. our beck and call. Right. I mean even that even after for anybody to be like black people lazy, but you didn't got four hundred years of free fucking labor, and and we didn't we didn't help make this country. We made this country. So I'm like, I don't I, I can't say nothing. Mm. You, know, mm. you know, I can't just sit back and say nothing. Mm. Even even with the status quo of of uh of, of the music industry and and how how and I, i'm a hip-hop fan like i love hip-hop i'm not such a big fan of rap but i love hip-hop like i'm old enough to where like 
people dropping the N bomb, that still bothers me. Like I'm that age, so we're like, okay. if you okay. if you can't think of anything else to say besides that, the the, the, the English the English language is just so fast, okay. and that's all you came up with is that. I'm like, it it, it didn't. I like in, intelligence in anything. So if you couldn't think of shit else to say but that, I'm like, oh man, like like even me with with profanity, I could have thought of something else to say. But when I when I curse or whatever as a black person we understood that that's the short version you know of me just drawing it all out saying saying whatever so like i said how they dumb down hip-hop these days and it's just it's just it's just sad sad like i said it's one of those things that when you when you're old enough to be around for the beginning of something and you see how the deterioration of it. And it's really not though, because there is some great hip hop still out there. It's just that what's pushed on the mainstream is the is, is the bullshit. And we know why. You know, we break it down. We really know what it is. That's the same thing with with these kids uh, making what I call puzzle music. You put a bunch of loops together. That's not really you creating. And I, I don't want you really standing on the same platform as me saying that we're the same. Uh, we're not the same. We're not the same at all. That's me working hard as hell on this. And that's you putting puzzles together. Okay. So, so no, we're, we're not the same. You, you're, do you, okay, COVID, downtime. What mm. was important for you did you have any goals? Did you ha- did did that? How, how did that change your life? Well, I mean, way too much media uh, because I I got a, a a problem with depression. Like like most people now, I think uh, COVID made yeah. people forced to was, was forced to face it. But I've known about my depression uh, for a while. Like I get some super highs and then some really lows where like I just need to be by myself or whatever. And um, and uh, so I just go into the music, but because I feel so deeply, everything you know, and, and and I'm pretty open with people. But every time when you're open with people, what you get back ain't always good for you. So I so I had to watch myself with that Ooh. that you being so open that everybody don't mean you well, even Ooh. when they smiling in your face and and saying all the right things, but their actions are proven different. That's, Damn, I lost. So I, I, I lost a lot of people uh, uh, due to COVID thing, but not really because of COVID. Because of our presidential situation that we had, I'm like, you can't support him and still claim to be my friend because here's somebody that's totally against what I'm about and 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 my people, and so you can't have it both ways. And some people chose wrong. But I'm glad they showed their true face. I tell my son, I tell him, I said, somebody can't keep the mask on forever. Eventually the mask slips and either one or two things are gonna happen. When the mask slips, you're gonna be like, ah, you look just like me, you act just like me. You never had to hide yourself from me. Or the mask slips and you see their true face and they meant you harm the whole time. The whole time. So so eventually that that's gonna show itself. And you that's- know, COVID did that. It's amazing you said that because I was starting to feel like that too, man. For the last couple of years, it's like you know, you and, and I think you, you know, I think uh, you since 
we had our conversations together. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm pretty much a genuine and open guy. I'm, I mean, I don't mm-hmm. have no. There's no shame in my game, and sometimes, sometimes people don't deserve to have that. No, no, they do not. And everybody is not meant to come to your house and shit. Like everybody's not meant to be that close to you. So, so you need to uh, to really rein in. I've never subscribed to that old saying keep your friends close and your enemies closer. closer if you're my enemy I don't want you anywhere near me near me because that 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 you're gonna infect what I have going on my positive my aura that I have going on my peace mm-hmm. why would I want somebody that's not about that close to me I mean and, and, and if we're enemies I don't want to know what you're doing and, and I've learned too during this whole COVID thing that there's much to my dismay some levels to the friendship like you know you think if, if, if you're thinking you're up here with a friendship if you if you're level eight at least and then the person treats you like you're level five then okay i need to renegotiate what i thought our friendship was like even with like i don't understand like here's my thing i got a real pet peeve about when i call somebody and i they don't pick up the phone or the missed call they don't call back and the first thing they say is, oh, man, I was going through some shit. I'm like, I'm sorry. Shit didn't pass me up just to go to you and gave me a break. I'm like, I got shit going on, too. And a whole respect thing is you call somebody back to find out what they wanted. Like, you don't just this. And just I got respect, I, right? Yeah. And, and that, but but it's lacking. Respect is lacking. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you're going to learn the day. You're going you go, you to learn the day. Or we just not going to be talking. Like, I got some people, too, that I just, like, I thought we were on some level that we're not on. And I'm okay with that, you know, as long as I, I can't play the game if I don't know the rules. You can't show up to play basketball with a football uniform on and a football shit. That's just not going to work. So right. I'm cool with, with learning the new levels of friendship, if you want to even call it that, because I'm all right. in or I'm all out. I can't sometime be with you and shit. Either you're my friend or you're not. It you might be and, and beware of people that call you and never once ask you how you doing. Ooh. They, 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 or, or you they, are you are you doing all the calling? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not gonna do that either. There there's Uh-oh. something wrong with that with somebody that calls you and never once asks you how you're doing. Like the first thing they come out their mouth is, Hey, I need this, hey I need that. I mean I got people that, that do, you know, favors for me, we do favors for each other and and I'm still, you know, like I, I want to know, you know, as a person and shit, more than what you do for me. How are you doing? You know, how your people, even how your people doing? You know, we we getting older, so our parents definitely getting older, and so, you know, I try to keep track of my people that, that lost loved ones and things like that because mm-hmm. that's, you know, mm-hmm. I maybe don't want to talk about. It. I'm not real good with that kind of stuff, but I can listen. I was on the phone with a young lady the other day. Her mother passed. And, uh-huh. And uh, I didn't really know what to say, so I just listened a lot. You know, I let her talk and talk and talk and talk. And shit. So it was it was good for her to get that out, I guess. And like I said, if I um, I am her friend, I didn't realize how long we had been friends. She like, but yeah, we've been friends for a while. Like the internet makes it makes it, makes it odd to really keep track of that, but it does keep track of that, how long you've been friends with somebody, and it's just wild. You're talking. You really. You're. You're talking real talk because um, that was something that was bothering me as well. Uh, 
generally because I'm just a, I'm just kind of cool like that. And I just kind of like, yeah. I'm just kind of like, hey, look, treat other people the way you want to be treated. And so I try to do that. But sometimes you got to realize that some people don't even deserve that. No, they don't. And but but those that that's gotta, a level of friendship, and that right. person belongs in a two. Right. You got that person on the eight, and they, they don't deserve to be on a level of friendship of an eight. And you need to redefine what what being around that. And I mean, they not even a friend at a two. You were acquaintances and shit at a two. I speak to you on fuckbook or IG or one of these other social media, and we talk like that. Here, here's the meme. Laugh at that. Here's this. Laugh at that. Uh, you know, whatever. And so, yeah, redefining what friendship means. Although for me, it, it, it's always the same. My, my friends, my, my my core friends are still the same. Right. Like some I speak to often, some I don't. But it's like when we do talk, it's like it's, it's nothing is nothing is different. Like we still same homies and everything. We we catch up, we laugh about things, we discuss families and all that. So so it's cool. So building relationships to you is is it's important. important. Okay. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like even like like my 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 new I got a new manager, uh, Till, and he's like me and him talk. Like we we talk about families, we talk about you know his dad, my mom. We we talk about things like that. Real, you you can't represent me if you don't know about me. That's true. Huh? Like so true. I'm, I'm like like how how is that possible? You you can't like you need to know like all my what I'm really going through. You know, you need to be able to explain me to other people. You can't sell a product unless you know about it. Does that give you that joy? Person? Does that give you joy to have someone genuine like that? That 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 generally kind of really just gives a shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And because, yeah, because the lost giving a shit is a lost art. It's it's a lost art, and it's been fake so much. Fake concern, fake likes. Fake ass, fake eyebrows, fake hair, fake this, fake that. I'm like, it's so much fake that you 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 get lost in thinking that that's real. And, and you don't need that. Even in our profession of deep gen, there's a sync button. Uh, uh -huh. God damn, you can't even be bothered to damn do the job. You got to press a button to help you do like this. Again, I say, again, I say, we're not the same. Right, right. We're not the same. Like, I, I remember hot ass days in the summer in my youth uh -huh. practicing. I wasn't uh -huh. outside playing basketball with no girls, no none of that shit. Like, the majority of the time I was in the house practicing. Right. This record, that record, this song, wondering why questions to myself. Why was this song saying this? What was it really about? I, I'm a lyricist, so uh -huh, I, uh -huh. I enjoy still to this day a good lyric, like it, a song that makes sense. Like to uh -huh. me, it, it, it has to make sense. You know? So, so yeah. This pandemic, um, it has again also enlightened me. It, did, did it enlighten you to do things that you couldn't do when you were so busy? Did it? Did it give you? Did it give you like a a, a a chance to do things that you didn't have time to do? I think I I watch the news way more than I should, and I did that. And like I said, because I my my struggle with depression then and now, uh, the information that was coming out 
was a bit daunting. It was just overkill of too much. And we didn't know enough about what was going on. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't know if you was going to die any minute now, the way they were talking and shit. So it's like, you know, that, that's a heavy thing. So you think, I think about, which I think about death way more than I should, as you think about your own mortality. And, you know, I, I've lost some, some great people. And I don't wish death on anyone, but I just see like asshole people just seem to have a long life. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. It's like, you know, when a good person died, they always say, oh, Jesus sent him home. Like, you don't want none of these other people home? Like, why you, I mean, come on, man. Like, I don't, I don't understand. A lot of good people go. Uh-huh. Wow! Yeah. Amazing. Uh, you know, um, doing doing the uh, during the pandemic, there's been a lot of live streaming for DJs mm. and artists. Uh, do you think that it helps the artists kind of reach out <laughs> to their fans? Or I saw I saw you doing quite a few. I think like anything else, it oversaturated the market. Okay. Like, it, it just like. Anybody and everybody was doing it, so it, it wears off it being some sort of special. In other cases, though, music just makes you feel good, though. So I guess, you know, coming from everywhere, that was a good thing. So, and it's good to see some people come back to the fold. Other people, it was good to see them, you know, during the pandemic. That was the only way of, of seeing them. So, so that, part, that part was cool. You know, to see other people, you know, live streaming in it. it. Some people, like I said, put me in the mood. So I'm like, oh, either either to to go create, compose something, or to do a live stream myself. But I've really been more on a composing mood lately than I have been in a DJ mood. Like I think I've just been like, you know, more of that creation feeling. I get more of a joy from doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just ready to get out in the world you know what I'm saying like all right. of this streaming is cool this but is I miss the so crowds I, I miss their interaction with them I miss like I said that that, that feeling of, uh, yeah, the interaction with the people I love that speaking of the uh, the live stream there's a lot of artists that well, I think this is a good thing they took advantage of the downtime and a lot of artists that are uh, ex- and experienced musicians, DJs, producers, creatives, uh, te- uh, teaching their skill set, mentoring, mm. coaching, etc. Does that interest you at all? I'm doing that on a daily, way before COVID. Like I got, I got one of my boys who just moved to, um, I think, uh, Bangladesh is where he is now. Mm-hmm. He's way, he's way over there. But I stay in contact with with my my my, my people and. I, and because I know they value my opinion, which I appreciate that, I'm on the shoot it to them straight about what parts I like, what parts I don't like. Oh, change this, change that. And to, to do that, have one of your students get it. Oh, man. Like just the other day, he sent me something and I was so, like, I was just blown. I was so pleasantly surprised that I wasn't just talking. I mean, I didn't think I was talking to myself when I was telling him things, but to hear what he sent back, Oh, I was so impressed. I was wow. so impressed. So big up to my, my little bro, DJ Ren, and a few others out there who, who take their advice to heart and really, you know, do some, some good with it. I, I didn't like knowledge to be passed on. 
You know, you don't okay. you don't want to hoard. And and I try to do what was done for me. I, I remember clearly all my conversations with with uh, with Larry Hurd and my conversations with Frankie, with Ronnie, and even living with, with Mike Dunn and Marshall Jefferson, and those guys. Um, yeah, like, like that was such a, such a blessing, and and and, and Mr. Lee, my, my cousin Mr. Lee, uh, to have him, you know, uh, teach me the way, and and like I said, preparation because preparation is key, and the art of giving a shit is what I call that. Mm-hmm. You know, like you you can tell somebody that just just really just doing it for the money versus somebody that really cared about the fact that somebody left their house. Brave the the lit, brave brave the weather, brave brave traffic to come and see you do your thing. Like I, that's that still amazes me to this day. So I love it. The, the, the crowd, uh, the crowd interaction. And moving forward, production wise, mm. is that very important to you? It is. It is like I'm still developing myself. Into what I'm becoming, as opposed to what I was. I still tap into how I used to do things, but I'm cracking myself up at this whole new thing. I I, I just told one of my guys uh, just last night. I said my new method. Well, it's not new. I've been doing it for like the last, uh, I would say, ten years now. Is that um, instead of like me doing the song and then adding a song title to it, I think song titles are very important, especially with the digital age, because you name it something crazy, that right there is like clickbait. Like I did a song called Anal Pro, and everybody kept talking about the title of the song before they talked about the song. And luckily the song held up to its, its end of the bargain. But it's funny, like I knew I had to <laughs> to, to name it something that make people, and even like they like, I do song titles. And so I try to figure out what would that sound like? Mm-hmm. What, what what would a song like that sound like? Like, how would I approach that? And so that's my whole style that I'm going on now is that like, I do it, uh, the notepad and the iPhone doing that. And I, as soon as I think of a song title, I type it in there and I'd be like, okay, I'll get back. I don't have to do it right then, but I'll get to it later on. And uh, yeah, I try to think about what that sound like. Like inspiration is all, all around us if you able to see it or even notice it. So, I've been really like just doing that and and new sounds like I'm a everybody knows I'm a sound fanatic that like I said in my last interview that whole okay. that uh that song looking for the perfect beat uh has been my life I've been like really trying to you know define my sound and it's been evolving I was I would say and um just trying not to sound sometimes I really try not to sound like myself uh, me and uh uh Tony Loveless uh putting things together and just uh just trying to stay ahead of you know the curve trying to stay innovative trying to stay fresh with it you know, not not and, and and definitely trying to trying to not be predictable okay uh, well that's that's a tough thing to do after 30 what how long you been producing now over 30 okay so yeah. with that said um, <laughs> with that said, is the technology fast enough for you? Or okay, meaning that you probably have your sources of where you find your sounds or how to create mm-hmm. sound. But this process is tedious, isn't it? But I love it. Okay. I 
really get off on it. I really love it. I mean, I I try to go in and and catalog sounds and and some things, like I'm so happy that like, I laugh all the time about the undo button. I said I was going to research that. I don't know when the undo button was a thing. But I'm so happy it did. You know, you're laying down a part and you're playing it wrong. And then, but you used to have to play that whole thing over. But now you just undo that that certain part and, and, and keep it moving and everything. But so, yeah, technology has been wonderful with helping me create uh, as fast and, uh, and, and, and keep the quality still there. So, you know, so there's definitely you, been some things. Are you spending incredibly long periods of time in the studio? They still have to drag you out of there? Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do it. I don't even give a chance to drag me anything. I just don't answer the phone. Oh, right? when I when I when I'm working on something, I'm working on it. And and unless I look at that phone and there's somebody like I'm 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 back. When you single, you can do. I'm left to my own devices, okay. or better for work. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm up I'm up late at night, still working on music. Eating, eating some shit I shouldn't be eating, some damn candy or some cookies or whatever. And uh, so I'm left to my own devices. So that's just me with the music. When you're in a relationship, though, you know, women be like, I'm hungry. And so if she hungry, then I think to myself, damn, I haven't eaten either. So I'm like, okay, cool. So then we go eat. Or she be like, are you going to work on that shit all day? All right, you're right. <laughs> you're right. It's nice to say outside. Let's go somewhere. <laughs> and that that brought me to like when you step away, you are able to bring some things back. In my younger days, I'm like, ah, oh, don't bother me. I'm working. I'm working. I'm working. But you are able to bring a different element to things when you step away. So mm-hmm. it's it's cool. That's true. That's true. With that said, what is your what would you say is your go to plug in instrument? Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Or is there three? Uh, um, no, no. There's the uh, the rolling cloud. Rolling Cloud has been just, uh, it's, it's been amazing. It, that in contact. I'm back, I, I had stopped for a while using contact. Yeah, contact and um, the Rolling Cloud. And I got I got, I got, got two other ones, but I, I'll never say what they are. Yeah, I know. You can tell me offline, huh? I won't tell you. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, man. But the, ro- the, the Rolling Cloud, and, and I, I, I did some work with them. So they, so they like treat me well. They, they, they send me what I need. God bless them for that. They've been super helpful with, with giving me what I need to make what I need. And I, I do post, you know, posting me using their equipment. So we got a good, we got a good relationship with that. So yeah, the Rolling Cloud has been extremely helpful. What is it that you like about Contact? The, the sounds, like the sounds, and like okay. I, I had, I had, had Contact for the longest before I'd even used it like because and then I don't think I had it and started using it until I moved to Berlin once I was living in Berlin and I got to know them and the sounds and everything because they have some of the best realistic sounding drums I've ever heard like I don't know who who mic the drums up the way they do but they sound so so good which is why this you know it's like 8 gig you know, nine gig, twelve gig to put those in, but it's, it is so worth it. Like contact, just really, it's just, it's just realistic, realistic sounding mm-hmm. drums. And I love that. I love the rentals. the bass sounds real and everything, the horns and all that. And so is uh, the the Rolling Cloud. The Rolling Cloud gives me all the drum 
that I was missing. You know, my 909s, the 808s, and all those, you know, the classics. And then they had sent me the 303. And, and me and Outboard here, uh, still working that part out. So now that I go on digital. But they did a plug in of the 303. And I'm like, ah, Eureka. And I used the hell out of it. I really do uh, love their, their 303. And so that. So that that was my next question. So hardware is not your thing. Hardware is, and I do have a few pieces, and I'm I'm trying to get back into it because people people send me you know equipment to you know uh, to test out or whatever, and, and so I'd like to get back into it. I, you know I'm from hardware, so and I like to integrate. You know I like to integrate both. I think the way my my setup is, I don't think that's conducive for that at this moment. So once I move my setup, then I, I think I'll really uh, integrate and, and still bounce back and forth with both or just have both going at the same time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, what DAW? Logic. Ableton? Hell Logic. Man. Okay. Me too. Uh, Logic. Um, I mean, like, uh, Ableton is cool and I love what some people have done with it. And and somebody, like like my son uses a Fruity Loop. And I was really like kind of looking sideways at Fruity Loop until I found that black coffee uses Fruity Loop. And I was just <laughs> blown away by that because I love his style. You know, I, I love it. Uh, yeah, his, his style and everything. And to find out that he's doing all that shit on Fruity Loop was like, oh my God, that's insane. I, 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 just, mm-hmm. think, I just think Fruity Loop, I, I think that's, for me, it, I just think hip hop. I guess, I, I guess that's because of my son. So, but then to find out Black Coffee is using Fruity Loops, I'm like, oh my God, I'm, oh, and, I'm, and probably Armani used Fruity Loops, so that's techno. So, okay, I guess, you know, you got you got the Afro, you got the hip-hop, definitely, and then you got Robert Armani who's using that, and he's using, uh, yeah, he's using Fruity Loops, and he's definitely banking out techno, so, yeah. Mm. What is, uh, well, let's, let me say this, I am very curious mm. as to what you have on the back burner and what are you going to do in the future to release what can we expect to be released i tell you what um, I have a compilation I'm trying to uh, put together I got music from, um, from 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 Casey I got music from, from myself on there Tony Loveless uh, music from Roy Davis Jr very fortunate to get that uh, Junior Sanchez I believe is going to be on it and DJ um, Dion is going to be on it DJ uh, Ren is on it and a, a few other people hopefully still get some things from Glenn Underground and uh, Jerome Orr things from my guys and a few other people And but because of those artists just alone it's definitely going to have to be broke up into volumes one and two, and hopefully we can even get it into three. And of course, I'm I'm still recording. I got uh, "Lift Your Head Up." I finally got a chance to work with uh, with CC Rogers, so he and I just just finished that with with uh, "Lift Your Head Up" and um, a song for DJ International, uh, "God's People," which I'm. I'm so loving that because it gave me a chance to speak my truth on social matters, which I love that. It, you can't just be about fluff. You know, you need, every artist needs that. 
is that you don't want to look back and uh, find out serious things were going on and you said nothing about it. You know, so I think a true artist should have that in their repertoire of things. Like, what if Marvin Gaye would have never did what's going on? Like, that song truly set the tone. But he was really, like, speaking the truth and to, like, like what, what really is going on and speaking about it. So, you know, every, uh, I think every artist should have that. But they got to reach that moment on their own to see what's happening. That's, that's on them. I can't push them. And, and, and it, it sounds better when you reach that that place organically. And when you come okay. to, you enough is enough. And I got to say, use my platform to say something about something as opposed to right. fluff. Uh, you can get back to fluff, but you got to say something about, you know, just just the, the, the injustice of what's still been, you know, mm. going on. So I, I got a song, man, called uh, uh, Quarantine. I talk about I bought a song called Opposite Day because we get days like that where they literally trying to tell us that they're not trying to suppress black people or brown people's vote. I got I got songs that speak about all of that. So because I care about those issues, I care about you know what what's happening. I can't just keep on looking and saying, hey, yeah, jack it up. Fuck that. If you if you had a young person that you had to um, tell him something to him or her kind of boost, boost yeah, him or her. Right. Exactly. To boost them as a person. What kind of advice would you give them? I would ask them why they want to do this. Like, because this is not for everybody. And the road is definitely bumpy. You need staying power to, to deal with this music stuff. I mean, unless you got serious, you know, backing and help behind you. And but still, though, you you, you want to be true to it. You know, I'm, I'm guessing if this is really for you, it'll reveal itself. Like, and you know, stay stay true to yourself and 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 don't be afraid to develop. You know, develop your style. And I tell people all the time that I'm still discovering me. You know, because me back then is not me right now. So people talk about, and people crack me up talking about those old songs. I'm like, when I told you that song was good, you didn't listen. All those songs that they talking about classics, the, the Essence of a Dream, the All Felice and all that stuff, the Mama Deuces. When I first put them songs out, they didn't fly off the shelf right away. And I'm like, I knew in my heart that it was something special about them. And that's, that's, that's so now years later, the, the record was, you know, it, there's reissues of it out now, but the record, you know, has been out for over 25 years. And so I said the record was good. And then like people, I just be ahead of myself. But by the time the people get a hold of the record, I'm already moved on. I'm already on something else. So they want to talk to me about the record, me the record old. And in my head and in my, in my equipment, I'm already, I got 35 songs in that studio just ready to come out and have their chance. Those are my, my babies. So before I give them to the world, I need to make sure they're prepared for whatever may come. You know, maybe they'll be sitting around, or maybe they'll be understood right away. So it, it, that, that is part of the gamble you know, that you do. What do you tell your son? What What is the best advice you tell give your son? As let's say, since COVID, we 
we have a lot of time to reflect on ourselves and, and kind of oh, yeah. make new goals and, oh, yeah. and, and rules of life to uh, yeah just to give them a guiding light what, what, what would be the kind what would be the best words to or of, of advice to give I do my son is here right now he's been over here for the last couple of days I mean like like I, I, here's the thing like it's difficult talking to him because talking to somebody because he's me he's me he, like like it's like talking to yourself talking to him and he, and he, he he thinks he knows and sometimes he thinks he's uh you can't tell him nothing like he has to experience it for himself experience it and and I'm like trying to tell him I just came from that way don't go that way if you do go that way do it this this is how you do it but he has to experience it for himself, fortunately and unfortunately, in, in some instances. Like, it is interesting to talk to somebody who looks like you and sounds like you, but, but steady thinking that he's his own person, which he is his own person, but you steady acting like me. Like, even, like, like, literally, I can't get angry at some of his choices because it's the exact same thing that I would have done. But I'm telling him the outcome. I'm like, yo, <laughs> if you do this this right. way, <laughs> this is what's going to happen. And he's steady thinking. And then the more I tell him that, the more it seems like he just like, so I was like, no, no, man. It, 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 it is, you think this is a gen? Do you think it is a generational thing? Generation? Yes. yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I tell him like in and, and, and like any 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 slickness that he's doing, like something I just don't even bother. Like I, I know, I know he's not telling me. Like he'll tell me some truth, he'll tell me parts he think I can handle, but I know that's not the whole truth. And then later on he'll he'll forget that he ain't tell me the whole thing and he, then he'll tell me the whole thing and I'll be like, when you first tell me that you left that part off. But I see, you know, I just happy to talk to him and I'm happy to, you know, in any any time I you know I like he's one of my reasons I'm back home too, and then one and my and one of the reasons that I started taking pictures of everything, because uh, my mother she was like, she's like you're not taking pictures, you're not around. I was always on tour, and so she was like, he don't he's going to want to know what you were doing this and the other, and so because for me it was happening, you know, I'm touring a lot, especially back then, so I wasn't documenting anything. And it did become like a blur. I would forget countries I've been to. People like, oh, I love you when you played this. I'm like, did I? Like, really? And plus, drinking definitely didn't help. I was hammered a lot of that shit. So, so I started taking the pictures. And it was good, too, for my memory. I was like, oh, yeah, here's a picture of me here. Oh, yeah, here's a picture of me over here. Here's a picture. So and it was, it's just better that way. But now that, you know, I'm older, he and he's old enough to... to travel do the things I would like for him to see you know to see me on tour for him to be around uh, for that whole deal to see well I did do like we'll see how things go you know the, the, uh, the COVID and all that shit you gotta have your shots and all that which I got both shots already not because I was like oh I'm about to die but because I know in this profession you're not gonna get on a plane going places without that like that's just fact and so because I know this I'd rather do it on my own than have somebody force me to do it because if you try to force me to do it I guess like him and shit I'd just be like no I'm not doing it so I got the shots and I'm, I'm just I'm talking to my manager my agent like I'm ready to go 
I'm ready to go. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. So, so yeah, we're putting putting together some things. Toward, we're putting together things, tour dates and all that kind of shit. And, you know, just, just ready to get back out there in the world. This is uh, probably something that, you might, that might rattle your, your brain a little bit. <laughs> I hope. Let's see. Let's hear it. Or maybe not. Right. Or maybe not. Looking back, mm. would you say your career is on the right track with your life's mission? That's an interesting question because here's like I would be a lot further if I just cared about myself. If I just gave a shit about myself, I'd be a whole lot further. If I just cared about the money, I'd be a whole lot further. Like that's just fact. But because I've stopped and helped some people, and and uh, you know, and I'm not sellout. Like here's the thing. Like for people that know me, know me. I was doing techno before it was fashionable. Before my records like jumped on the bandwagon. I'm definitely doing house before, you know, before it was the bandwagon. So I can't have somebody try to tell me what house is when I'm not a spoke in a wheel. I help the wheel turn. So I like to be I like to be clear on that. That so is my career on the right track. Um, yeah, it is now. Like I, I believe I'm. I have a proper team around me. Uh, management and you know, booking agents so I think now and my mindset my mindset is, is clear I don't have a whole lot of distractions and I'm focused on, on what needs to be done and how it needs to be done so yeah, I'm cool um, you want to tell us a little bit about the ingredients that you'll be adding to the decisive podcast series special DJ mix that you you will be compiling for us man it's gonna be, it's, it's, it's gonna be a K classic style, a Chicago style. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a bit of this and a bit of it. It's the journey. Like for me, if if you're not taking the people on a journey, then what are you doing? I mean, I gotta, I gotta bring some people in together from all sides when I'm playing. I, and 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 music for me is also a time machine. Like music, like you hear a certain song and immediately you remember where you were when you heard it last what you were doing, who you were with, and all that. So I, I love that part of it. So music shouldn't just be a straight line. It, it should be the journey. And so that's where it's going to be some highs and some lows, some peaks, some valleys. It's going to be all of that. And I'm definitely going to play something. Will you give us also some of your current? Oh, for sure. Inspiration? Yeah, no, for sure I will. For sure I will. I, I have a funny question. What's that? A friend of my, a friend of my, uh, Hakim Murphy we were talking earlier today <laughs> and he told he told me to ask you are you still playing Bill Withers yes I am yes I am <laughs> yes I am where is he living these days uh, he's he's over here he's uh -huh, over here in Germany okay, okay. Yeah. still I can hear you still over there <laughs> oh man hey, I'm doing a radio show for him in a couple of weeks oh, you need to you need oh, to do man. Tyree too then yeah, he even got I saw him when he got his shots yeah. and everything. I'm, I'm ready to I'm ready to reach out. I hopefully he's ready for me. Yeah, now. he's in Vegas. Uh he's yeah. still in Vegas. He's out he's out there in Vegas. Yeah. Well with that said, uh K Alexi, thank you for your patience, your time, your honesty, your your love. Always a pleasure, brother. Hopefully you're getting through these depressions oh, yeah. or, or the best you can because we we all have them. And and, and uh, to have you on for a third time is a pleasure, and I'm really totally looking forward to your mix. All right, yeah. Um, um, if it's 
anything compared to any of the stuff you've been posting in your car journeys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, no. It's going to be on there. And more. I'm sure everyone's going to love it. And, yeah. Again, thank you again for your time. Always a pleasure, brother. Take care and have a great day. You too. Bye. You know you smell good, you know you smell stretch good. your fucking stuff. 
Let freedom ring from Lookout Mountain of Tennessee. 